Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nadie and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nadie and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nadie, of course. And with me, as always, on this journey of movies and TV is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? I am doing well. I'm just hanging out in the garage of my house, as one does. Good times. Good times. So, your day has been good. That's good. My day has been good. I'm kind of tired. And I want to apologize to our listeners once again for being late. It's again, Katie's fault. If we're making, if it's our podcast, are we ever really late? Why don't we just post when we feel like it? If any of you are deeply offended that it's not done at a certain time, you let us know. Well, if they're angry at us, they probably won't let us know. Ooh, good point. Just be resentful. But anyway... Okay, well, um, let's move on to the reason that I was late, because the show had 13 episodes, which I would argue, as most of Netflix shows go, 13 episodes, uh, way too long. <laughs> and well, Speaking of Netflix shows, this is our last Netflix show, like made by Netflix anyway. When it oh, man, oh, I'm so sad. Oh, yeah. But I also told Katie about a strategy that I had with this show is that I would watch five minutes and then I would skip five minutes and then I watch another five minutes and it actually helped go by really fast. And I realized because the last episode, I actually watched the full episode and I realized I really didn't miss anything. (laughs) I really don't think I missed a thing. I was going to say, I think that that's a great way to segue into our review. If you're able to watch a show and skip every other five minutes, that probably is an indicator of the quality. Yeah. So let's just get right to it. Our homework this past week was Jessica Jones, the last Netflix Marvel series to get their third season and their final season, Jessica Jones season three, Marvel Netflix. Katie, you have to do, our short but sweet synopsis of Jessica Jones season three. Oh, okay. Let me see if I can do it short and sweet. We have Jessica Jones abbreviated as JJ. Her best friend Trish is back. The lawyer that they're friends with, whose name is Holgarth. Holgarth. We have Malcolm, who was her previous assistant, who's now not her assistant. He's working for Holgarth. And then we introduce a bad guy. This is a non-powered bad guy this time, Salinger. So he's a kind of a serial killer. And the whole premise of this season is find kill uh, Stalinger. Salinger. Yeah, the whole premise is, I guess I'll take it away since you had a little beeping going on. I'm sorry. No, I got this. I got this. Salinger. The premise is that Trish had gained powers, right? Last season. Yeah, so this kind of time, Trish has powers and Salinger, the bad guy, does not have powers he's just a serial killer and spoiler alert trish kind of goes rogue um it's sort of like this weird it's jessica and trish versus the bad guy but then over the course of 13 episodes it becomes jessica against trish but she kind of doesn't want to sort of like with her mom 
And all the while there's random little side stories with Holgarth and she's still kind of a jerk and selfish. Um, and you also have some other random side characters that don't may play a big role. But just to give you guys the end, we end in a sad way, I would say, but also it does have some closure that Jessica Jones actually has to put away and arrest her sister, Trish, because Trish goes so rogue that she starts killing people and becoming basically a bad guy. And then we see Jessica at the very, 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 very end was about to give up and move to Mexico, but then Kilgrave comes into her head and she says, you know what? I'm not going to give up just like Kilgrave would want me to. I'm going to stay here and be the hero that Gotham deserves. Gotham, Gotham is DC. And not right. Rock. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that was a good, uh, that was a good synopsis. That was really good. One thing I started thinking about when the season ended was why was Trish considered such a bad guy? And I say that because yes, yeah, she murdered people. Okay. She straight up murdered people and they, but they were bad people. And so it got me thinking, isn't that basically what the Punisher does? Like he kills bad Ooh. guys and people consider him like a vigilante kind That's of hero, but they still basically consider him a hero. So why in this season is Trish considered such a bad guy? Because in, in the previous season of Punisher that we, we just reviewed, Frank wanted to kill his friend and everyone was telling him, no, just let us arrest him. Right. And what does Frank end up doing? He ends up still killing this guy. And so it kind of reminded me of with the Salinger guy that they had him. They were going to put him in jail and all this stuff. And Trish comes in and she's like, no, you killed my mother. And so I have, I'm going to kill you as a part of like revenge. And so it started making me think, I'm like, why is Frank basically doing that? Okay. But when Trish does it, now, te- now, granted, she did do it while he was in the courthouse being, you know, about to go into trial, I guess. So I guess that's the difference that he was in a government building. But she oh basically did the exact same thing, you know, like Nathan, I hadn't even thought of that. That's such a valid point. I feel like she's literally doing exactly what the Punisher does. Because she went around killing bad people and beating them up. I- I think the problem is, though, like Punisher, you might maybe make the argument that he's trying to make the world a better place. The issue comes when Jessica starts getting sought after for these murders. And that's why Trish goes out and finds a guy who's known for being a bad guy. But I think they were trying to show that he's like changed his ways a little bit. But she still goes out of her way to find this guy and beat him up because she had just accidentally quotes accidentally killed a rogue cop yeah yeah before well, this. I th- here nathan i know that you would never use the word control with punisher he's not like necessarily the most controlled person but i do feel like compared to trish he's more methodical and he's a little more controlled like trish is just sort of in grief so i didn't mention this in the synopsis but trish's mom is one of the people killed by the, the serial killer which side tangent that's just depressing for Jessica Jones, by the way. She loses her whole family. Then she loses her mom for the second time after she's shot. Then she loses her adoptive mother. And then she puts her only other relative, who's her adopted sister, in jail. That's sad. Anyways, 
I do think Trish is acting from a place of like chaotic, just trying to be a hero and she's all over the place. Whereas Punisher, I don't know, he just seems more controlled. And then secondarily, I just feel like Punisher, it just makes sense with his character. Like he's military, that's just normal for him to kill. But Trish, she's trying too hard. I think they really play up the fact that she's just desperate to be a hero so bad. Whereas Punisher's never said he's a hero. He's like, I don't want to be a hero. I'm just doing the, the right thing here. And she's just trying to like, I don't know, make it all about herself and make a, I don't know, make a name for herself and is willing to kill for that purpose rather than just kill because it's the right thing to do. It was just, it was just a thought that I had after finishing the whole series. I wanted to say this. Were you thinking what I was thinking, Nathan, that as you're watching, so in this uh, season, you find out Trish is sort of this other hero slash ends up being bad guy, vigilante. They referred to her as the vigilante the whole time. And she's like caught on camera all the time with her like costume, which is just basically a scarf and a hat. So you can still see her eyes. And I get that this is a TV show. So it's like the costuming is not going to be perfect. But are you telling me in the, at least in the Marvel world that they've built up that we're supposed to believe that no one knows who she is, even though Jessica Jones is seen with her multiple times and really only has one friend who in the Marvel world, everyone knows is Trish Walker. Like it just seems to me unbelievable that no one would be like, Oh, this person is a woman. That's this tall. Jessica Jones has one friend who's a woman. That's that tall. It just seemed to me unbelievable. Katie, you are a teacher. Okay. So if a student does something wrong and you know that they did this wrong thing, but you just want them to fess up. I think that's what the scenario was. Everyone knew it was Trish Walker. But no, they everyone didn't know. Anything. Everyone didn't know because if they knew, they would have cashed in on that $250,000 reward that Hogarth offered if you know who the vigilante is. But again, even with money on the table, they just wanted Jessica Jones to be honest. And once she was sure. honest about it, then they would do what they needed to do and collect the money. I guess, I guess. Um, what are, what was, okay, so we had Hogarth, the lawyer. We've got Malcolm, who's like kind of friends with Jessica Jones, her neighbor. We've got the bad guy. We've got Trish. Who was your favorite character this season? Whether it was because of them being a good guy or bad guy, maybe acting skills, maybe just the writing. Who did you, did you like anyone? And if you did, why? I think the storyline got better, but I don't think I actually liked any of the characters. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. The beginning of the season is one of the reasons why I started skipping five minutes and watching five minutes. Because the first beginning of the season, I was like, I don't care. Because I still think, even after this season, even though I liked the second half, I still think Kilgrave was the best villain of this series. And they killed him yeah. off the first season. It sort of speaks to what you're saying, Nathan, because in every season since then, so both season two and three, Kilgrave is mentioned and like, plays a small role and in fact even shows up in season two i think netflix knew the writers knew that we need to keep this guy because he really was our shining star yeah so i didn't i don't think there's a character that i was like oh yeah this is my character and i i also think it's funny that you you know you've mentioned all these other characters but you haven't mentioned the rando 10 second jessica jones boyfriend who ends up being like has ties 
to the serial killer somehow. Oh yeah, Eric. Eric owes him money. Apparently has superpowers. He can sense people's intentions. I guess is that what his power is? He can sense people. No, he can like he can tell if you're. It's sort of like that um, kid from Cloak and Dagger, where it's like he can just sense evil. And I actually did research a little bit. Eric, the the guy, he's actually mentioned in the comics, like a sort of character like that. But yeah, you're right. He sort of just plays a weird role. I do like that they made him sort of dynamic. Like he's kind of a good guy, kind of bad guy. You can't trust him. But here's, and speaking of that, I feel like this show tries really hard to do that thing we've talked about where they don't want there to be any true hero. They want you to see that everyone has a dark side. Everyone has problems. No one's a true hero, which is great and all, except if you don't make me like any of your characters, then I'm not really interested in watching them. There's no one to root for. Ask me the same question. I would say my favorite character used to be Trish, but she just takes such a turn. She becomes the reckless one. Jessica Jones, oddly enough, becomes probably the more controlled one other than being an alcoholic. And I would say she was probably my favorite just because she's still quirky and she doesn't give a flying freak, whatever. She does whatever she wants to do, but still is just a lot of humor in it. I just didn't see any character that I like. And I thought the whole Holgarth side story thing was dumb because, I mean, you know my feelings about like when they just put stuff in there just to put stuff in there. We already knew that she was a lesbian, okay? We already got it. And then they try to bring back this old flame and then they have this side story where she frames, not frames, but like proves that her old flame's husband did some like taxes or something like cheated on his taxes and he ends up i guess committing suicide i skipped some of it like i said i watched yes, five minutes yeah. I skipped five minutes but he committed suicide because of all the pressure yeah he, it's just really dumb it's just here's the thing if they i like what they did with her in the sense of I like that they didn't leave her dynamic. Like a lot of your characters change, right? So Trish kind of goes from good to bad and Jessica maybe goes from bad to good. And you're, you just see a little bit more development. Even Malcolm, the neighbor, he sort of has some like compromises, some of who he was originally. With Hogarth, I like that they kept her the same because it really showed you like no matter what circumstance, no matter what good things happen, no matter what bad thing happens, even with a terminal diagnosis of ALS, you still see her be just as selfish the whole time, which I thought was kind of good. Like I didn't want them to, she was going to all of a sudden have a change of heart is it just, she, every action she did was selfish no matter what. And sometimes it benefited the heroes and sometimes it benefits the villain. But I will say that's cool and all, but irrelevant to Jessica Jones. Like we didn't need any, like if she's not going to be the bad guy, she's not going to be the good guy. And she's not going to play an integral role in the good guy, bad guy. Then why are we? She can have her own show. I think that there were some moments where they put too much attention on her character. And there didn't really need to be that much attention. Because like you said, this season was basically all about Jessica Jones and Trish. Now, I will say, going back to my previous statement of how I didn't like any of the characters. I did like Malcolm. I think I mentioned this before in a previous season. I like his character. I like how his his the conflicts that he has with his job, with his I mean he had to make some tough decisions, and I I, I just like the way the actor portrayed the character. I think his acting was probably the best out of all of them, in my opinion. I think Jessica Jones did good too, 
But I think if I was to choose a favorite character, I think it'd be Malcolm. I forgot about Malcolm. Yeah, I think Malcolm's probably the best. I agree. And and even when he has his moment where he kind of changes and goes a little dark, he knows it and he's had and he's wrestling with it, which I like. Um, any shining parts though? There was a cameo by Luke Cage, briefly, completely random, not sure why, but was there anything that you particularly found funny, entertaining, liked? Well, I think Luke Cage's cameo was kind of like what Iron Fist's cameo was trying to be when he showed up on Luke Cage. How Luke Cage, I guess, was hearing everything that was going on with Jessica Jones and her friend and basically says, hey, sometimes you got to put your friend down when you know that they're doing stuff they're not supposed to do. And it kind of gave a hint of what he had been up to in his show. So they're, you know, giving a little nod to the season series finale of Luke Cage, basically showing that he's wrestling with his decision to take up the mob world, whatever. So I like seeing him because again, I like, I like that guy as, as Luke Cage. I did think it was kind of random that he just randomly showed up, but I like seeing that character. It would make more sense if in his own show in life, he had to make a similar call, but he didn't. So I'm like, why are we asking his advice and his wisdom? Like, what does he know about putting down your best friend? Well, I think, exactly, he, but I, I think he even mentions about having to put his brother away. I thought, okay, one thing I liked was that they had Jessica Jones be more of her investigative self. Like you might see that as a negative, like there wasn't as much action. But I liked that she had to do a lot more detective work. Like this seemed more like a detective show with like a serial killer and trying to like pin the serial killer down. And I liked that there was not as much talking. Like, you know, sometimes Iron Fist, there was moments where you're just like, I just watched five minutes of a conversation in real time. This was boring. So I don't, I feel like as much as it was meh to me, the storyline itself had me wondering what happened next. Like I was struggling to finish this time around because I was nervous to miss five minutes because I didn't want to miss something, which you clearly didn't care. Well, I mentioned before that I did like the storyline and that's why I couldn't, I had a hard time picking a character that I liked, but I liked what I liked the story that was happening around the characters. And I think it was probably the episode before Trish's mom gets killed that the storyline to me started picking up, which is why I was more okay with watching the full final episode because I wanted to see what happened when everything was, you know, being wrapped up and tied Mm -hmm. around with a bow, even though they left it completely open for a season four with that Kilgrave hint. I I think they did. I think they did a good job though. Similar to the Punisher we just talked about. It was one of those, I could be okay if this was the last scene but i can also be like it also does it close things out but i guess on the other hand it sort of does close things out because trish is now going to be gone i guess i don't really know who that would be your other characters in the show if hogarth is like terminally ill so that kind of makes it difficult i was eh about it i don't know should we just rate it I, i can't think of anything else that i particularly enjoyed yeah let's go ahead and rate this thing so from one to six Infinity Stones, Katie, what would you give Jessica Jones season three? I will give it a three and a half. Although it wasn't like my favorite, I, I did feel like it kept me on my toes. And 
I was not predictable, which was nice. And I also think the acting, I've never had a problem with any of the acting. Um, and Karen didn't show up. There was no Karen. So that definitely gives more points. Yeah, uh, what about for you? That's always a plus for you when Karen doesn't show up. I would probably give it a three. And it's mostly because the first couple episodes were kind of slow, even though I was skipping a lot. And it just took, to me, it took a while for the show to get interesting. I didn't care about the whole Garth storyline. And yeah, that's why I would give it a three. I think it ended strong, but I think the lead up was kind of, yeah. So that's why I would give it a three. So that is Jessica Jones season three, everybody. We finally finished. We finally moved past the Netflix Marvel shows and we are officially going back to the movies. That's right. Our next homework assignment is a triple feature. That's right. Not one, not two, but three movies. Ant-Man and the Wasp, the Ant-Man sequel. Black Widow, which actually takes place right after Civil War. But because that movie hadn't come out yet, and we are already watching Civil War, we're going to move this one all the way in front of Infinity War because I won't tell you why, because that would kind of be spoiling some stuff so those are the three movies we're going to watch ant-man and the wasp black widow and avengers infinity war i think this is going to be a good one it's going to be epic i'm excited but i'm, I'm a little nervous to cover I'm, i'll have to probably just pick my favorite of the three to talk about the most um i'll send us off with a quote hey it's patsy what what's that what's that from it's from Trish Walker. She was Patsy. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.